one and all, welcome back to The Vault, the gaming podcast where we take some of the greatest games of all time and have a chat about them. But this week we're back with Vault Theatre. Talking about a certain film, which is probably regarded as one of the better video game film adaptations. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Resident Evil. One. Yes, the, the, the Resi film starring Mila Jovovich. Um. And Michelle Rodriguez. And Colin Salmon. Colin Salmon. Yes, indeed. Which... I genuinely thought Colin Salmon. <laughs> sort of Colin Salmon. I don't know yeah, why we call him. Yeah, well, I know I, why we call him Colin Salmon. I always like to just Salmon's say Salmon got an L in like it. that, yeah. I didn't realise, and even in Blood and Truth, I had no idea he was an Englishman. Yes. No clue. I'm pretty sure he is, because he's in James Bond as English man. Yeah, but you can do an English accent. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's Let's English. Let's have a look. Are you going to look it up? Of course I am. All right then. Go on then. What we got? Colin Salmon walking, walking down, down the street. Colin Salmon. I'm sure I just called him Common Salmon. Comic Sans. Comic Sans. Yeah. Oh, Colin Salmon is a British actor known for playing Charles Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> In what? <laughs> In three James Bond films, yes. James Wan Shade in the Resident Evil film series. Oh, I didn't know who he was. He's from like... Bethnal Green. Is he? Yeah. Oh. And he's got four children and oh, he's nice. married since 1988. Oh, that's lovely, that is. Yeah. Oh, go on, Colin. Go on, <laughs> Genuine, really nice guy. Yeah. So... Patron of the Af- African Caribbean Leukemia Trust and the Richards House Children's Hospice. Oh. And an ambassador for the Prince's Trust. Oh, cool. Cool. What a nice guy. What a nice let's guy. A, let's, hang on, let's snap. <laughs> Snaps for Carl. It's really going to spike on the mic. Spike on the mic. <laughs> clap for him now. I'm trying to clap. I'm, I'm worried about the microphone having a meltdown because it's right. new. Yeah, what, no, what a nice guy. So we're going to try and talk about the Resident Evil film. I'm just reading about him golfing with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. What? In September 2010, Salmon was invited by his friend Samuel L. Jackson to Switzerland for shoot for Shooting Stars Benefits 2010 golf tournament. The golf tournament raised money for the Samuel L. Jackson Foundation and the Swiss Red Cross to go to to go towards a new hospital in Takio Province, one of Cambodia's poorest provinces. In 2009, he became a co-founder of Cage Cricket with Trevor McArdle and Lawrence Pretty Paul. Oh. Oh, Colin Salmon, fucking pillar of <laughs> pillar the UK. Of... <laughs> pillar Thank of... you. Yes. <laughs> what a nice guy. Yeah. That's sound... my learn something new for the day. I mean, I always thought he would kind of he comes across as a nice guy. To Genuine. Be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Very Even nice. Even when guy. he's playing a serious, scary man or a villain. He was a villain. I don't know. I don't think he's been a villain. Has he ever been a villain? I don't think so. He comes across as villainy in Resi, but I think he's just a umbrella mercenary who's kind of doesn't really know what's going on. What else has he been in? Blood and Truth. Fanny and Elvis. Hmm. What? Uh, AVP. Don't know what that is. Match Point. The Bank Job. I've seen that. That was a good film. Don't know. Uh, <clears throat> I probably Shank. S- what's Shank? I don't know. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Crank. That's not the same Shank, thing. Crank. London Has Fallen. Oh, isn't that was he? Mm-hmm. I have Commissioner seen Commissioner Sir Kevin Hazard. He's been in loads. Oh. Hang on. I swear he's been on... Wait there. Oh, he's in Soldier Soldier. Oh, Bad Girls. He's been in Bad Girls. No idea. Prison Drama. Not a clue. Law and Order UK. Spooks. Yeah, I knew he was in that. Arrow. 24. 
Fucking hell. He's been in loads, this, this chap. Probably. Just lots I've not seen. <laughs> no. What a guy. Anyway. Never the Colin Salmon fan club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unintentionally. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, what a nice what a nice man. Yeah. I bet you'd be lovely if you met him as well. Probably. I mean, if you look into most of the cast, they might be all nice. I don't know. Probs. You know. Anyway. Yeah. Resident Evil. Yeah. Let's, let's dialogue. We can do some things about this. Um, so, so this yeah. came out in 2002? Something around those times, yeah. It's... I love, though, obviously there's going to be spoilers in this. Oh, yeah, lots of spoilers. This so many spoilers. I know it's a it's massive... It's going to be very patchy as well. I know... <laughs> patchy at best. I know it's like one of the biggest films in our generation. Is it? I'm obviously lying. Um, Don't be that horrible about it. I mean, yeah, it's it it's dated. Oh, hello, I'm on the move. She's on the move. Um, oh, hang on. We're back. Sorry, I uh, my chair that I'm resting my feet on... Started spinning the microphone away. spinning around like Kylie Minogue. Yeah. I probably am a bit impartial. No, I'm not impartial to this film. It's so gloriously 2000s, isn't it? It's painfully 2000s. Oh, God, like with all the tech... I didn't realise just how much like techno and rock there is in this film. Oh. That just makes it a lot less scary than I used to think it was. Yeah. When I used to when I first watched this film, it did give me nightmares for ages. Like the oh, zombie yeah, dogs yeah. really freaked me out particularly. When they're just actually dogs with meat on them. Basically, they're just <laughs> dogs with like bits of red so painted on them. Let's actually talk about the story first of all, because that's pretty much why we're here. Is it? Mm, not really. <laughs> it's just fucking slagging off, mate. Well, there's yeah. Okay. So the back. What is the story of re, re, the? F- okay, so the franchise. It's it. This is where it confused me because we had a Resident Evil night probably about eighteen months ago. Yeah. And I did fall asleep pretty quick, but that's just you were me, stitching for most of it, I think. Yeah, true. But then I did zonk out. Yeah, it's fine. But um, then we rewatched it two nights ago. The first one, yeah. And we were like. Let's just have a chat about it. Yeah. So I always thought, and this is before I, I was like, oh, maybe it's just literally a play for play of the first game. No, it's not nothing at all. I mean, there's there's themes at play, of obviously for of Resident Evil. So what's the plot of this film then for anyone who hasn't seen it? I mean, I can't really give you a synopsis. I'm going to try, try and piece it together because it's a little bit. It, it. I can't really figure out where. What certain... the point of it is. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, basically, well, the film starts, the Hive, which is a big underground lab underneath Raccoon City, which is famously where Resi takes place at the start of the yep. franchise in the games. Um, yeah, there's a thing called the Red Queen, which is like a big, super intelligent computer. But has the voice of a little, a, little a, child. A, a wee child, which, yeah. That, you know. I find her really annoying because it's, it's like, it's, you know, you get these child actors who are like really good. She's like, hello. I'm going to tell whoever about you. I don't know if that's just for the sake of it being a little bit creepier. Yeah, but to me, that's not as creepy. If it was creepy, it'd be like, it, I don't know. It just She just annoyed me. I don't know. But yeah, um, so the T-virus <laughs> Hello. Le- leaks. Hello, computer. <laughs> <laughs> that's IT crowd, isn't it? Yeah. Hello. Hello, computer. <laughs> <laughs> that's a briefcase. <laughs> If only it was like, oh my god, yeah! If that was where the virus outbreak happened in the world in of the, the IT crowd, <laughs> <laughs> oh one one eight, oh yeah, <laughs> calling up they're the emergency. Our, they're your emergency services, anyway. Yeah, so the T virus leaks. 
underneath, you know, in the inside the hive because some random guy decides to throw it. At the time, you think it's a random guy, and and then we uh, first see Alice, don't we? Naked in the bath. In the bath, in the shower. In the shower. Yeah, she's been knocked out because um, the the hive, when she um, went into lockdown, she knocked out all of the people inside the hive with that weird gas. I don't know if that killed them or if it just knocked them out. And then the virus is what brought them back to life. I'm still a bit confused about that. Oh, I don't know. There's many, many potholes in this. I would have thought the gas that knocked the people out in the hive was also the gas that knocked out Alice and Spencer, the guy in the train. Her husband? Who is her fake husband. Just as a as a as a cover. There's so many things I don't understand about this film. Yeah, it's it's. I can't really. I don't know how to give it like a. a, a if, brief again, overview. if you like it, you carry on. I do. I do like the film. I just mean anyone in general. Yeah. So you know, please don't take offence. But yeah, no, I think it, as far as it's definitely more horror centred. Even I mean, yeah, definitely. After watching it the other day with all the music in it, it was like, yeah, it really. It was more like you know the when horror. they have this Uber, so much like high tech, and like back in the day, you were like, fucking hell, like that's so cool. You know, when there's like beep boop beep boop beep boop, and you have these like machines that are all. <laughs> the only way I can explain it is you, if anyone's seen CSR Miami and the font that they use on CSR Miami. And it's that like widescreen spread text that, yeah. l- that looks. Supposed to be The funny thing is, when you see, like, when the Red Queen is watching them in the hive, and there's, like, this really shit overlay of, like, all these, like, data, like, things, <laughs> and it looks, like, really bad. <laughs> that's, like, that's tap, when it looks really advanced. On, like, the keyboard. So I'll do this as ASMR. Okay. That's your tapping on a keyboard. That's the keyboard. Excellent. And they go, oh my God. There's something going on. I knew it. It's downstairs. There's been an outbreak. Yep. Yep. And it's like, how the fuck are you getting all this information from that? Well, basically, the Red Queen went homicidal, basically informed Umbrella, and then that special team was sent in to go and find out what had actually happened okay, in my, the hive. My fir- I'm not trying to be negative, but I will say my, my gripes with this. My first gripe is Alice, because... I don't... Well, it's not actually Alice. It's why they've decided to make a new character. The only thing I can think is because there's so many main characters in Resi's history, mm. they didn't know who to pick. <laughs> yeah, but to me, it's like... If, for me, because obviously I'd never seen them before a while ago and obviously really watched them the other night. But I was like, oh, this must be Jill then. <laughs> like in my head, I was like, oh, that must be who this is. No. Because obviously don't they run to the mansion and they have that really shit start don't they what do you mean don't they go don't they start in the mansion what in resi one in the film well yeah yeah they start in the mansion I yeah think the mansion's meant to be just like a callback to the mansion in the first game but it's nothing like the oh no the i know but game. i'm just like okay well you have a bit that's like the first game kind of but yeah that's what confused me yeah because i was like who who is this yeah she's just alice mm. who the fuck is alice um yeah, she's just this new character. And then they just slowly sprinkle the original characters throughout it, which is kind of annoying. I don't know why, like, if you didn't know who to pick to be your lead character, why not just pick Jill or Chris as they were the that's first two I mean. main characters of the this first is game? That, and that's what I don't get. Because obviously, you know, I've said it in the first episode of Series 3 when we came back, I've never been into Resi. No. Not in a bad way, just it's never it's not really been my sort of first port. But now I'm like learning more about it, and then when I rewatched it with you, I was sort of like, well, it, 
it made more sense to me then because I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. But now I'm like, this just makes no sense. Like, why would you? It's such an iconic thing, and obviously everyone gets precious about me included about casting and all that. This shit. is the problem with game films, though. They do seem to change. I think the oh, the best one is probably Tomb Raider, but Resident Evil is regarded as one of the better. But then I don't know films. why it's regarded as one of the better because of the money it's made. Mostly. No, no, no. <laughs> what I mean is in the in the terms of maybe it's done better because it's not actually they've kind of gone their own way. Like they've got these Easter eggs in it, but they've not been like, okay, this is Jill, this is whoever. Yeah, I mean, well, Do you know what I mean. But, but then I suppose the, they introduce them later on, don't they? I say it gets more and more. Well, the the second film is the most like the games, mm. um, and then they just go off on a complete tangent again. But they are kind of my guilty pleasure. I don't mind watching yeah. them. Yeah, no, like, they're 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 a fun romp. Aren't but they? yeah, they're the not, first one is painfully serious. like dated. Now. I think what I never understand is obviously I know that she's been you know knocked out and whatever she can't remember a lot. But then it's it's almost like Alice just springs into action. Like at the start, she has no fucking clue, and she's just like this waif who has no idea what's going on. And then the next minute, she's like kicking dogs in the face, and like well, she starts remembering she's an agent, doesn't oh she? Oh my god, I'm an agent now. I think I need to try and get this in my head, right? Because, so, the reason... I've got to just say this, because like I've, say I, I've never really got it in my head. And I think I've just got to say it out to get it, to make it make sense. You carry on. So, the reason the outbreak happens in The Hive is because Spence... And this is for the film. Yeah. Right. Because Spence leaks the virus. He throws it, doesn't he? And the reason he does that is because he overhears a conversation Alice has with another lady about bringing Umbrella down. Yeah. And the reason she is so so convoluted, the reason Alice <laughs> is talking to that girl <laughs> is because that girl's brother, who's that guy who turns up, wants Umbrella to be taken down because they're, they're a big corporation and they're getting out of hand. So I talk to my sister who works inside the hive and all this. Yeah. And then she spoke to Alice and then he over so there's like this just big chain well, of people. When they're like, Oh, it's getting out of hand, I'm like, How much more out of hand you can get? We've got a whole underground fucking city. Do you know what I mean? It's not like it's this it's this thing that's oh it's gonna get it's not like it's in someone's like your mom's box room in the in you know, in the house. It's yes. like this massive thing already. Yeah. But then I suppose it's one of them where you kinda like it's tongue it's tongue in cheek. It's obviously now it's very dated. Yeah. But yeah, it's just See, I, I appreciate and the film you... <laughs> for its practical effects in some of the zombies. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like in the later films, like I don't mind CGI films. Obviously, famously, I like the Marvel films, but mm. I get what a lot of people say. Like, when something is so CGI, it loses so much, um, I don't know, like the stakes, I suppose. Because mm-hmm. I think, I remember, I think it's Resident Evil Afterlife, which I think is the fourth film. The zombies have been made to look more like the zombies in, I think it's Resi 5, the game, which I've not played. Right. But basically they're like... That's the multiplayer. Is that the multiplayer? I think it's the co-op one, yeah. Yeah. Basically their face like peels open. They have like almost tentacle-like things. Yeah. And it just like completely destroys the scariness of a zombie for me. I'm like, it looks so CGI though. I'm like, I know that's not there. But when there's like a big horde of zombies, like there's that bit, I think the scariest bit is when they're in that lift. And they drag that guy into the lift and like the sound effects of him just getting like torn open. I remember mm. that like really fucked me up when I was a kid. Yeah. 
It yeah. does make me laugh though, like you know when there's that first zombie. Oh and yeah, like, and, they, and then oh. they hit her or something, and they're like, "What's going on? Who are you?" And this woman's got the milkiest eyes. And you've like, ever she's got seen. blood all around her. Yeah, mouth. and she's like literally going for someone's throat, and they're like, "Oh my god, stop!" It's like you obviously know that something ain't right. It's what keep I killing her. It's what I said to you, and I've got to reiterate it here. But I was like, it's so funny that in every zombie film or game. In their popular culture, in their universe, They've zombies don't them. exist because <laughs> they're always like, "What is it? It's yeah. a monster." They're not yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it looks so human. Yeah, and then yeah. the way they don't shoot it, any of them in the head, no. and like there's these big actiony like hero people who are just when gunning got, like, them down. I love her, like Michelle. <laughs> Well, any film like that I've seen with Michelle Rodriguez, and she's such a tough bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and like in this, she, she just frowns the whole time. Yeah. And she's like, I gotta kill them all. Yeah. Like, and it's so funny. Yeah. Um, and then she's like sweating her ass off because she's been bitten, hasn't she? Yeah, she gets all like manked up and she turns anyway. Mm, but I was like, oh god. But then the makeup is, I think, is not that bad. Yeah, I think there's just some of the CGI bits, some of the zombies where they've got like their nose missing or something, that doesn't look as good. But then that, that's the thing at the time. Then you have to remember, like, oh shit, that, I bet that was decent. I feel, I yeah, I think that. But then at the same time, I think of like Lord of the Rings, and I'm pretty sure that came out in like that era. Yeah, that's true. And the the like they still ha- like stand up today, like mm. the CGI and that. I mean, fair enough, they probably had a fuck ton load more money. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, when you see like the liquor in this film it's like oh that's really cgi but i appreciate when there's really close-ups they actually use practical models it's kind of like what they did with jurassic park when you see the dinosaurs really close mm. they use like a big animatronic head but then when it's far yeah. away, further away and you see the whole thing it has to be cgi yeah. for it to work i think the the bit with the laser that's probably thing, the most iconic bit cool. yeah i think but then because i maybe i'm just a freak i would have wanted to see them like sliding well they kind of in... But then I suppose they can't unless it was too hard for them to do. Well, in Resi, but then, but then again, Which you had when like Final Destination Two came out. That was what ninety nine, nine two thousand. That was the same time. Two thousand and one or something. Two, and then in two, you had that guy who oh he gets cut by cut, cut by the by fence the, by the fence. Yeah, and then he like slides. Yeah, that's sort of such a cool death. <laughs> and I was like, that was possible. Yeah. So I think the things that maybe I I'm think it's probably just edge. money though. Probably, yeah. You do briefly when they walk through the corridor again. Once all the lasers have gone off, you do see like for a split second someone like cut in half on the floor. Yeah, but you can see like the makeup's not done like really graphically. It's just a bit of red. Yeah. So they don't. I I, I guess maybe they didn't have time, or it was just too much to do. Unless I mean, sometimes as well, it's one of them things where they have caps on. How like, much they can do. BBFC ratings, don't they? Isn't the first one a 15? So sometimes they'll have, okay, you can have, I would assume that they would give you like X amount of gore. So they're like, okay, this is considered too graphic. Yeah, then, yeah. And that has to be an 18. So it's kind of like. I think I they're s- 15s anyway. Probably. I don't but know. I suppose at the time, you would be limiting, I guess you would be limiting an audience, wouldn't you, in a way? But yeah, I would have thought so because the originals were 18s. Yeah, so, so I suppose... Maybe they know, are, I don't know, I can't remember. They probably were. Yeah. But that's the thing, like, you don't want to then... You would want Alienate. More, yeah, you would You would want a level of gore because of the subject material, but then I suppose you don't want to limit your entry-level audience. Yeah. I, I think suppose. one of the best things, go, just going back to like the whole laser corridor bit, I mm-hmm. like when, the again, poor, poor Colin Salmon. Aw, Salmon. Because I love how... 
He's managed to dodge all the lasers up until this point, and then there's just that one laser coming down the corridor, and it just turns into this big grid, and he just goes, shit. Because <laughs> he's just like, ah, oh, well, I'm I'm dead. now looking like a mango slicer. Yeah, and then when they go through him, like all of the lasers, and then you see the milkiness in his eye drip out of his eye. Through yeah. One of, like, I thought that, like, when the laser goes through his eye, but I thought that was But then they say, impressive. don't they, some people, they're like, well, it's, it's not so much what, what you see it's like the implication of what it is if that makes sense so it's like you know that he's been literally gridded and grated in half and yeah in sometimes every which it's way. more your more your thoughts that are yeah more that elevate it rather than the actual visual of it so yeah, maybe definitely. that's why they wanted to do that yeah i think that's i think true. another mini bugbear of mine and i've said this because obviously i watch a lot of horror films and they tend to do it all the time is the nakedness the unnecessary nakedness yeah. of these films and you told me because i didn't know that the director is Mila Jovovich's husband. I'm pretty sure, yeah. I know he. I know he. Done, not at I the think time, pretty, though. I don't know about it at the time, okay. but well, we don't know. I'm that pretty fact, sure he done all of them. Yeah, it's like she wakes up with the shower curtain wrapped round her. Yeah, and I'm like, fine, whatever. Shane even wet her hair's dry. <laughs> whatever. That's that's why I got confused. She'd been there for a few hours, maybe. <laughs> you should have damp hair. You my would, God. Yeah. And then the bit at the end when she's like, they've t- they've taken her or whatever, and she's got all the. Oh, the the things plugged the wires into her. In her, and she's got like the tiniest bit of sheet over her. But when she falls on the side, and a lot of people now, especially now, will have like Something pasties to... on, or they'll have like yeah. a skin, like a form of uh, well, like men, they will give them this sort of like style of sock to cover themselves with, or yeah. like the female version of that. But it was like obvious, obvious that this girl has got not a stitch on, well, and yeah. I'm like. Obviously, she would have hopefully okayed that or whatever, but I'm just like, is this really relevant to the story? Well, no. Because you could have just put her in like a white suit. Mm. Not like, you know, wedding vibes, but, you know, or a gown, like a hospital yeah, gown. Yeah, hospital gown, yeah. I don't know why we need to see pretty much her whole nakedness. Like, I've got no... I. This is a thing. Disclaimer. <laughs> and you know more than fucking Yeah, anyone. yeah, yeah, like, exactly. I have no issue with nudity in in anything or like within reason or gore or anything like that i just think especially with horror films and and the like i'm like do we need do we need that like and in like sex scenes and stuff that doesn't bother me but i'm like is this fucking relevant and nine times out of ten it's not yeah there's like so many films there's a and, and i know this is going to be off piece but in the friday the 13th remake yeah there is a there's there's one where there's like a girl who's just got her boobs out and i'm like what is the point for one <laughs> and then there's like a really long sex scene and then you've got like jason just at the window what am i doing there what are you doing you perv? <laughs> and i'm like i know it's like a horror trope but i'm just like is it actually bringing anything into this story other yeah. than you're just part of the problem yeah but, and that's what bugs me the most and this is really off topic but if anyone's watched normal people no i have not it's so good. Okay. Like, it's the uh, series adaptation of Sally Rooney's book of the same name. Right. And it's about a young couple, like, well, young people in their first relationship. And obviously there's a lot of sex in it. Yeah. But it's done really, really tastefully and really, really well. And they had, like, intimacy coordinators on set. And nine times out of ten, you only ever see the girl naked. Yeah. But in that, you see him naked. And I was like, for fuck's sake, finally. Like, it's so refreshing to see that. Yeah. Because it's always one-sided. And yeah. that really irks me. 
And I know that's a bit off topic, but I was like, it can be done. I mean, that's part of the story because obviously that's part of their relationship. But I'm like, nine times out of ten, you see it's always the woman who's got to be naked. Yeah. So, you know, free the will, people. Yeah, to make I it mean, fair, at least, for I'm, fuck's sake. I'm famously a, a straight man. Um, famously, are you? But I do not... Um, I, I don't watch, like, horror films or anything that's got things like that in and think, oh, yeah, that bit. I just kind of find it, like, a stupid... Like, a, like kind of now, it's just a funny trope. More than a, like, yeah. oh, I'm going to watch it for this. Like, yeah, I don't... It, it, I, that's the thing. It's like I said, I have no problem with it if no. it's just in there for a story thing. But I'm just like... What's the it, point? It's almost like they sit around the table writing this shite and they're like, oh, well, well we got to get someone to get the tits out over here. Yeah. Like, what's the point of that? No. It, it, it just bugs me. So then, And obviously, I know that she's not, like, we see stuff. Yeah. But it's just that implication. I'm like, really, though? Mm. It just... And, yeah... It just bugs me. I don't know, that's like really stupid. And But again, I don't know whether that's like... It still happens now though, but then back back then it was probably way worse. Yeah. But I was just like, hmm. Oh yeah, and they had sex scenes in this of like the flashbacks of the fake oh, yeah, husband and wife. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. what's the point? Yeah, we don't necessarily need that. <laughs> no. No, definitely. Like the flashback bits didn't really do anything for me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, like, oh yes, you could have just been like there were husband and wife. Oh great, cool. Yeah, we could have had <laughs> confetti being thrown on the day. But then so they were like, oh my god, oh. And I'm like, fuck off. No, like, I can't yeah. be asked for that shit. It's like, what's the point? It, it, yeah, it seemed to be like... Especially a, if they're fake husband and wife, then I'm like, well, surely if they're fake husband and wife for this thing... Then they don't need to and show... They probably didn't even need to shag anyway. Yeah, not if they're being, <laughs> unless they're being recorded for Umbrella's purpose. Maybe. But, well, not Umbrella, because Umbrella would have hired them in the first place, but the world's purposes, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I know that was a bit of a tangent, No, no, it's fine. It's I'm just trying like... to think of, like, have a little... Uh, I like the... Um, I think it's Marilyn Manson done, like, the main theme tune. Right. I don't know if he recorded it specifically for this. I don't know or what but i like like i found the, the main soundtrack really creepy you know how at the end where she's walking out of the the hospital mm-hmm. and the music's slowly building and it's that weird like sounding that that was cool when she came out and she was like shit and like the, yeah, the world's just gone to shit i felt like i liked her character more as it went on like at the start i was like oh, okay i don't mind alice as a character no i don't i think, I, I think yeah. the way that they oh god sorry chairs creaky people i think the way that they it was almost like she was two different people for me at the start. Like she, obviously, I know she was knocked out. I'm but gonna then, say she kind of was. But then, <laughs> as she kind of like you know went on, I was like, okay, she's actually doing a bit more now. I mean, she changes so much throughout the whole franchise anyway because mm. she gets she's the only person who bonds with the T virus in the franchise. So that's what's happened to her at the end when she's got all those wires in her. Mm. They have tested on her, and the virus doesn't turn her into a zombie or some creature. She actually becomes a superhuman basically mm. with like the advanced healing and all that sort of stuff which is what it was intended military wise right what, that's what it was intended to do but in the side effect kind of thing was most people would just turn to big horrible monsters and mm. stuff yeah but yeah the acting was like it's very over the top oh yeah but then i th- i think again it's one of them they've gone in with that but then i suppose in if say if you're you obviously there wouldn't be any remakes at that point i don't think would there what do you mean? Just of in Resi. Gen- so say if they're no. going in with the source material being like, Jill, what are you... Barry? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, if that's your source material, it's you're going to be like, oh, well, it's, it's a laugh anyway. Yeah, I suppose so. I think one of the best lines in the whole thing is when 
when again going back to the laser corridor when their lasers are about to turn on there's like a light that comes on at the end of the corridor and it focuses on one guy's face who like has no other like words basically in the film and he just goes what's that and it's literally <laughs> like that and I was, I was like oh my god it's so cheese like it yeah, it is cheese with a side of more six other cheeses. Lots like of mozzarella. mozzarella. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah, the but whole thing is But then mozzarella is a good cheese. I think it is just, it's rubbish that when they introduce, I mean, I think Jill is probably the best um, character from the franchise in the films. films. Right. Wesker's in it quite a lot as well. Albert Wesker is. But then it wouldn't surprise me if they could, if they would redo it again. Well, apparently they're going to. I don't know if you've heard about... No. I the, mean, the, I heard about the TV series. There's but... talk about the, the film franchise being redone and it being more back to its roots. Right. Which I don't think is a bad thing. No. Because... Like what they've done with the games. The reason so they had, did like, seven you... was because six was so over the top and action-y and like they'd gone mm. so away from the horror... It just lost its identity. And then they were like, ah, that's why they did the first person camera angles. It's why they made the enemies so much more difficult to kill and all these sorts of things to bring it back to how it felt playing the original games. I do sort of wonder if they will do that and then what direction they would go. I, Considering how the remake of 2 went, I feel like they, they know now that it doesn't even need to necessarily use the same act, like the same characters. It could just be set in the world of Resi. Mm. but just keep it more horror like don't go for this big over because it, it the films just followed the way the games went they got so big and over the top and actiony and there was these like yeah. huge hordes of zombies and it was like they've lost all meaning because these people are like invincible yeah and like really like they just yeah it, it lost a lot of it I, I say that i still enjoy the films weirdly, oh yeah for, for but, what they are but, yeah i mean that the, the latest one the newest one I, I mean i went to the cinema to see that with you and i enjoyed that yeah but then again i think it's like they're not to be taken seriously no but again it's it's that age-old chat about video game movies yeah should they just be burnt in hell? <laughs> Should they ho- hold a torch for I just the think... ones that made it to the fucking end of the path? Do you know what I mean? Like, where do we kind of sit on them? Because I feel like if you're going to make a video game film, you have to. I don't know. It's so difficult because you can't just rewrite. I don't know. It's almost. It is almost pointless because mm. the games are there to be played. But then there's so many people in the world who are like, I don't want to play games. They don't have any story. And it's almost yeah. like to, it's almost like a trying to convince people otherwise. But then it seems half the time the people who write the films and all that sort of stuff don't have anything to do with what the game was built around. But then I always think you can tell though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and it just I, loses a lot of its its values. Yeah, I just when the news comes out about more of these films. My interest just goes literally beneath the Earth's core because I just can't be arsed with it. Like when you hear about all these new Uncharted updates yeah, and who's being cast and all of this and then everyone gets defensive and that's fine that, well, Tom Holland's playing young Nate and I'm like, yeah, but no offence to anyone who... And again, if you're excited, good for you. I mean, we'll still go and watch it because I just want to see what they do with it, but... Why the fuck do we need a two and a half hour, two hour movie of a young Nathan Drake? Yeah. I barely like doing it in the games. No, exactly. So, They're my least favourite parts. <laughs> yeah. And then you're obviously, if it's going to solely be involved in young Nate's universe, 
why are we having Nadine in it? Why are we having Elena in it? Yeah. Because they don't meet them. Well, uh, you could meet Nadine when, say, Drake was like 25 or this or that. That would be plausible of that because they, they always have said that they have that history, right? Or yeah. there's like a, earlier chats. But Elena famously comes into it when, when he's they, older. When he's older. So to have a young Elena, how is that going to work? Because... It, again, it's it's getting pulled back further and further and further away from what Uncharted is. Yeah, I I, I really wonder what Amy Hennig thinks about all of this. Yeah, because yeah. it's like you, you know, don't just take the the names of the characters. I mean, I say this we're talking about like the Resi franchise, but in the first film, the only character that was I think the only character from the games who was in it for a split second was um, William Birkin. At yeah. that at that last scene, which I didn't even realise he was in the film until I looked at IMDb like years no. later. But then at the same time, I'm sort of like, this is where I get into two minds because I I sort of sit and think, well, is it better to just have? <laughs> and then this is the thing, I sort of think, is it better to just say it's not based on a game, and just think, okay, we could do a really good zombie slash infected movie with new characters, new this, new that. Yeah. And have it separate. It's like with this Uncharted thing. Yeah. Why don't you just create a new film? And to me, this is like, and this is, again, I know it's off tangent and all that, but I think that's part of our thing gimmick now. Yeah. I think this is what bugs me with the whole video game thing, because I'm like, they're never that true to it. No. I think the truest one is probably Tomb Raider 2018. To its source material. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that was most well done. And for me to say that and not be a fan of the game that it's based on yeah. is quite a feat in itself, I think. But yeah, I'm sort of like with this whole Uncharted thing, I'm like, why don't you just make what you want to make with it? Obviously... Just make an adventure film. Yeah. Like, why does it have to be called Uncharted? Yeah, because it's not what it should be on the tin. No. I think the only thing that might be good and I've got confidence in, is The Last of Us TV show. Yeah. Because it's been done by HBO, I think. Mm. And famously, I mean, I've really enjoyed most of HBO's like shows. If they do it quite short, like they did like um, Chernobyl and Band of Brothers, yeah. where it's like a 10-part thing or eight-part thing, I think that's going to be pretty good. I feel like the quality is going to be there. Absolutely. But, at the, but then on the same turn of the coin, I'm sort of like, well, do we need it? Oh, yeah, no, don't. Because we don't need it because the story's been told. That's what I mean. Because to me, it's always this cash grab, and I'm like, I mean, obviously, I'd be lying if I said my head didn't sort of wander and think, oh, who would play Joel or who would play? Yeah. Even with this, like, who would play like a new Leon or who would play a new Claire? Yeah. I'm sort of like, well, it's not going to be the voice, it's not going to be the face, and all of these things. And I understand that you can't have everything that you want, but to me, I'm so like, this is literally to a T, cherry on the cake, perfect. Yeah. Why do you want to fuck about with it? But then obviously, as it always comes down to it, it's fucking cash. Yeah. I feel like... I was about to say, yeah. Film and game, they're a weird like thing when they cross into each other's boundaries. Because it's like when get uh, films get made into games. Because you had like some of the James Bond games and some of them were awful. Well, like, like the later that, ones were. It's like with that Prison Break one. 
Yeah, what's the point? What the fuck was the point of that? It's not. They just whack. They wanted to whack. They just drop together. in this new character. Yeah, who has no part. The only hint of it could be the same guy. Yeah, is in one of the riot episodes, and that's it. Yeah, like it's got no point of it. And especially, obviously, I know that you've not watched it. Anyone who hasn't watched Prison Break, you absolutely should. But just if you want, just watch Series One because that's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> so, spoiler alert: they break out, and it's like. <sighs> The company, there's this there's this whole thing about the company. Yeah. You don't find out about the company until like a little bit further on. So probably end of series two, series three, you start figuring out who the company are. You know, there's yeah. like shit going on and corrupt people, but none of them know this at the start. So I don't know whether they're trying to, through the game, tell that narrative of From why Lincoln's in there or whatever, but I'm just like, just leave it alone. Yeah. But again, it's just this cash grab thing. Yeah. You know, and I I don't know whether they... I mean, it it would be fun to watch a frame-for-frame frame Resi 2 film. Yeah. Because you've got so much you could explore with that. Yeah, definitely. I think because especially Resi 1 and 2 particularly are quite tight-knit. They're quite... They're not these huge, big globe-trotting sort of things. Like mm. 6, you went all over the world and you came across... You played as like 8 different characters, I think. It was oh, ridiculous. God. Like you played as so many different people in all these different places and it's like when you think of where we were in the first game, we were in a big mansion just exploring. Mm-hmm. And now we're way over the top. There's always been a big, like, yeah. big scary mental boss in all the Resident Evils. But usually like comes towards the end and it's like this slow build to something i feel like sometimes they have like again at the, at the table they have these like they'll put the game down and yeah like this is that yeah but it'll be like chris tan but we don't want to give you that they'll throw it out the window and then just put in this okay so we can go over here there'll be an explosion there yeah yeah so many of this and it's like stop making it so fucking hollywood yeah exactly and just bring it back to what it actually is yeah. because then i think from our point of view from gamers point of view and an actual fans of the game yeah then we don't fucking bite your ankles all day no exactly <laughs> like obviously not all of us do that no you know i think with me i'm sort of like i say what i say about the uncharted one but now i'm just like i'm taking a full step back and i'm like do you know what i'm not going to change anything my opinion realistically doesn't matter yeah I'll see it and then we'll go from there. I can't... And, and just while we're here, Mark Wahlberg playing Sully. <laughs> I can't. And I know when I told Matt that, he was livid. He was, weren't he? I love how, like, ranty he was He was, was like, are you joking, Vic? And he was like, please tell me you're joking. I was like, I'm sorry, Hen. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Han. Sorry, Han. But yeah, it's like, I like Mark Wahlberg in... In, in films. In films. You know, Four Brothers is one of my favourite films of all time. But for fuck's sake... Yeah, Why is he playing he Victor Goddamn Sullivan? Playing Sully. At all. So I know we've talked about Uncharted on this one and I know it's a resi thing, but you know It's all kind I, of related because it's this, it's this part topic of, that same of umbrella. Oh, oh. oh I see what you did there. How <laughs> funny. <laughs> but yeah, I think on the whole, the actual film franchise of Resi is just it is what it is. It's a laugh. It's yeah. not too serious. And I think to watch them and not really for me, because obviously at the time I wasn't involved in the games, involved like I fucking made them, <laughs> interested in the games. They were fu- they were just fun to watch. Yeah. And to be fair, I'd need to rewatch them again to sort of get them in my head. But yeah, I don't know whether that's because it's easy to sort of say that they're... They sort of run parallel in terms of it's not trying to be the same as the game. 
Kind of. I mean, the, yeah. Obviously, I, they've, put, they've put stuff in, like I do with really, Jill and all, I do like, really all like that. the second one because it, there's a lot more the the spookiness of like the, the, the rat. Again, I think it's what um, it's that whole um, the beginning of an outbreak kind of thing happening in the second uh, film. Because mm. even though the first film finishes where it finishes, that's after the start of the second film's already happened. Right. Because um, you see like people starting to get infected mm-hmm. in Raccoon City. And then it like getting all like shut off and quarantined off basically, and everyone trying to leave the city, and then like everyone starts turning. And if they do it, it would be really good. And I didn't watch the whole thing, so I can't say too much. But you know, World War Z. Yeah, that was so good how they did that. Yeah, that was pretty good. I think from what I saw. Yeah, um, I did go and see it. I just um. But that's the thing. There's always these phases of like when they do films. There's always like shitload of zombie films. I got. I, I'm fed up with like the hordes of zombies though. I get it's meant to be like that scare factor of like, oh, so many zombies gonna get you. And it's like, mm. just give me a spooky zombie that shambles along the floor that's got half of its face missing. That's scarier than a massive horde of CGI things coming at me. Yeah. It's like in the in the Resi Two remake, the zombies are the scariest zombies I've ever seen in anything. Because of the noises they make and the way they've been designed. And because they don't like... If they ran at you, I don't think... I feel like things when they just creep around in the darkness, there's something just scarier about that. The way they just lurk at the end of the corridor. I I am with you there in the sense of when they do do these zombie games or these zombie films, when it's... Especially in films, when it's just hordes and hordes. I'm just like, okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. it's, It's spooky and scary, but there's just something about like these quiet corridors and they're like the odd bump like it in the night comi- kind of thing yeah it seems more comical when there's like thousands of them and then yeah and then you've got some big man leg. with a machine gun just gunning yeah. them all down and it's like okay great i mean don't get me wrong your standard white male with a gun you get like your <laughs> infinite ammo guns like for doing the s plus runs and everything in resi yeah but then you've like earned them yeah yeah and that's just a bit of fun at the end sort of thing mm. but um yeah we've kind of yeah we've definitely gone on so many tangents in oh, this I episode know, but, but it's, it's hard but it's all kind to. of um it's all kind of related but yeah i mean i it's like when you showed me that arkley thing the arkley um arkley TV show, yeah, the thing. um, oh, what was it called? Proof of concept, yeah, thing that on looked YouTube. really good. Yeah, I'd have loved to have seen more of that because so hopefully, like... if they what they again, hopefully, they would sort of give it to someone like HBO or well, from what I've heard, it's meant, to be a, it's meant to be a Netflix show, is yeah. what I've heard. Um, and sort of get that funding behind it, yeah, and get some unknowns, yeah, because th- th- there's been so many things that have been released as of late. You know, with films or with with TV, when they have relative unknowns and they've knocked it out of the park. Well, and by then, by you the know. sounds of it, they're going away from Raccoon City with the TV series because I he- I hear that it's going to be based around weird things going on around Umbrella because mm-hmm. I heard that it's near it's towards like Washington DC in like a suburb rather than in Raccoon City. Yeah. Again, this all could just be rumors, but it's just things I've seen recently. And it said that there's like the odd random creepy things happening in the woods. So it sounds like it's going to be very like before Resident Evil 1 happened in the Arklay Mountains, there was basically just um, weird cannibal murders, like right. um, hikers and that would go missing. And then there'd just be news about it. Yeah. And then that's basically that kept happening more and more, which then is the reason why stars were sent into the forest to go and look and find out what's happening, which then started the first game. Mm. So it sounds like they're going to try and look more into that, like... Hopefully. What's going on kind of thing rather yeah. than just the zombies are happening now. Yeah. So it'd be like kind of like a slow a slow burn. Is that the right sort of yeah. but term then it, to it, use? It, so I'm quite said, interested though, in that. It's when they like have no concept of 
zombies ever. Like they've never heard of them. That's yeah. what I find. Quite I mean, comical. I, I, even, even though I said that earlier, I do remember in the, at least like they actually do call them zombies in Resident Evil Two. Like in the remake, Leon's like, "There's zombies out here." Oh right, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like in the film when they're like that, yeah, that bit where the, the zombies first appear and they're like they they shoot her in the the leg and then nothing happens. She just carries on walking. Shoots her in the leg again. And then Michelle Rodriguez just guns her down with her MP5 all in the stomach and she goes flying. And then they're like, she's not there. Oh, my God. And then the horde of zombies comes running at them. And you see them all shooting, like, just going mental, shooting, spraying all of their, like, stomachs. And it's like, oh, my God. I mean, I know we know that you need to shoot them in the head, but why wouldn't you think that? Your brain is where everything happens. If you kill the brain, no matter if you're undead or not, you'd think... That's probably the most likely place they're going to die. Yeah. If you shot them twice in their legs and they're still walking, there's something not going on there. <laughs> well, it's, so you... <laughs> not even, it's not even that. It's, it, I would understand it if they looked more human. But the fact that they're like milky eyes, dribbling, yellow, suddenly yellow teeth that are like almost fang-like. Yeah. It's like... And they're covered in blood. Yeah. So I'm like, in what world do you think that's just fucking no, uh, oh. Sue's from down the street? Like, that's not who that is. Oh, my God, look, Jane, she survived. Oh, my, oh my God. Oh, my God, Jane, are you okay there, Henry? Oh, she's missing her jaw, but I think she can still talk. <laughs> yeah. Get out. Oh, well, it's like Matey Boy who comes across with the axe. They hear the axe dragging along the floor. And then you see his foot. His ankle is, like, broken at the a 90-degree angle. And you wouldn't be like, mm, he doesn't seem bothered by that. So, oh, that's just Steve from upstairs. Yeah, he's just got a gammy foot. No. So dumb. So yeah, there are some... It's definitely dated. I think since watching it again the other day, I thought like, it's definitely not as scary as it once was. No. I, but I, but I, it again... has confirmed that my, the second one is definitely my favourite one. <laughs> watching it again. But I think, yeah, the techno and the rock stuff, it just really undercuts all the horror. But then I think, again, at the time... Yeah, it was just... There's a lot of action films that would like... Be like that. Let's do this. Clunk of like... You yeah. Know, that was my... Yeah, you were loading gun. the guns. Yeah. And it's like... Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, fucking hell, here we go. <laughs> but then it just stops. Like in this one, it was like, she said something, it dropped, and then it was like, rock, 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 techno shit for about Shooting, five seconds. Shooting, bits. And then it just stopped. I was like, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, it would do that a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's very tropey, I feel like. But, oh, um, very much. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Marks out of ten. Mm-hmm. I would say it's probably like a 6.5. 6.5. I feel like 7 is quite high. I'd say 5. I think 5 is generous. Yeah. I think any... It's not a bad film, but it's not like... Honestly, one of my favourite bits is the ending where she leaves... Where where the hospital and you know that something's gone wrong. Yeah. Because there's like blood Because you think... When I was watching that, I thought, fucking hell, they've probably actually put all of that there. Because now you would just think, that's all fake, that's not actually there. You could see it was an actual street they'd built, and then you that's can see I... where it's copied. Yeah, so but I was they like... they built a whole street that was know, wrecked. A lot of it is legit, whereas now... Oh, and also, this is I just want to say this, because yeah. I wonder if anyone is thinks the same as me. This is about superhero films, so again, sorry, because I know there's a lot of fans of these types of films. But what I don't understand is, and it and it kind of goes with these, when they have these massive fights, so there's like Superman kicking the shit out of Batman or so, or something, or like someone from another planet, I don't know. Yeah. All in like the city of LA and they're going through buildings and buildings and the roads getting scooped up and all that. Yeah. They'll be in another film and it's fine. I don't mean to be that guy who's like, well, actually, but... 
they do, at least in the Marvel films, they address that a bit oh, okay. more. Because in Spider-Man Homecoming is based, part of it is based shortly after the first Avengers film where Manhattan gets wrecked. Right. And they are going around like Grand Central Station and it's just in bits. Oh, like, well, that's fine. And then. like people are going to work and there's just like half of a building fell over and stuff like that. So they at least keep... I get what you mean, though. You can't rebuild a city within, like, but, even a year. No, but like, back <laughs> in the day, like, when you had, like, when Fantastic Four came out and then the second one and then you had the old Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire and all of that. Yeah. And, like, Transformers, for fuck's sake. Like, the amount the of Transformers, shit got... Fair enough with the Transformers I mean. films. That stuff that got ruined, I was like, what? Because I can understand, like, in the Avengers films, maybe, like, something will fly into lots of buildings and maybe damage a few floors. Whereas in Transformers, they'd bring down a city. <laughs> yeah, genuinely. And then the next the next film would be... And they, w- and they wouldn't even... I think they would even say, like, oh, last year. And I'm yeah. like, last year, Sam, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, you know. Well, it's like also it's what... All, um, it's all gone to shit. What Chubba said as well in his stream. Um, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they are, like... I think he said that to me, didn't I? Because I think me and Matt were having like a... Yeah, you were talking about it, <laughs> we yeah. We were like, for fuck's sake. Which is, yeah, no, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they... they, Because they're kind of loosely linked to some of the films, they um, they show some of the aftermath. Sort of like fill in the blanks. Yeah, because they've they? got more time, they can show some of the yeah. what's going on behind. Because like, I think it's for the Dark World, loads of shit goes down in London, mm. and then they spend like two episodes in London investigating stuff and like That's it is thing. all I think, in bits like my bugbear of shit like that is like especially say with a film like transformers you never see anyone with like a dustpan and brush yeah or a skip. Like, you never see, like, well, say that's skips the o- anywhere. That's the only thing with... Uh, I think that's the only time it comes up. I might be mistaken because there's lots of Marvel films. But, yeah, the villain in Spider-Man Homecoming mm. gets pissed off at the Avengers because he is a salvage company kind of thing. <laughs> and he's basically cleaning up all the shit they did. And, that was, that, and that was all his income. And then these big, uh, like, big government people come in and basically say... You're out of a job, mate. So he's like, well, I've got fuck all to do now. But then because he's been cleaning up loads of shit, he gets all this major tech, so then he becomes a villain. So mm. it's quite a cool track uh, to go you know for a what? villain. Do you know what? At least I will give them the respect and the snaps. Yeah, for doing that. For um, addressing. addressing it. Because when it's not addressed, I'm sort of sat there. And yeah. obviously I don't like these films really anyway. No. But I'm sat there like, what? It, yeah. it just doesn't make any sense to me. But then I'm... I'm maybe I'm just that much of an annoying film watcher. I think it's one of them that was well. It, you've got to just be like, it's just a superhero film, so it's not even like ultra yeah, realistic I mean, you anyway. Know, exa- yeah, exactly. When you think about the things at play, they probably could build things really fast because fiction. <laughs> True. So yeah, but I, I get what you mean though. Like, yeah, you can't just level a city and then be like, two years later, it's all rebuilt yeah, exactly like, as it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, I just had to say that. On record. That's fine. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I, I get it. But yeah, I mean, there'll be more Vault VR, I think, obviously now with... I mean, that will include the TV shows and stuff. Vault VR? Not Vault VR. Vault Theatre. Vault Theatre, fuck. I know sake. we've... Yeah, we've talked about lots of things rather know, than just sorry. Resident Evil in this, but it's like... Yeah, this is what we do. We go off on tangents, so yeah. yeah you, but then that's you, just you must know that by now if you're here. That's just conversation. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, thanks for listening. Yes, thank you very much. If you want to put yourself through it and watch it, go for it. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> a watch to be had. Yeah, it's not. It's not a bad film. It's just not. It's not great. Just take it with a pinch of salt. Get yourself back to two thousand and two. Um, and yeah, strap, strap in. yourself in. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a laugh. I mean, to be fair, like the, this, all of these opinions are coming from someone who actually willfully wa- will watch Sharknado. Oh yeah, that's very true. 
So, yeah, my opinion literally means fuck all. <laughs> I do love a bad shark film, though, as yeah. you know. But that's a definitely a story for another day. Yes, we can talk about that at another time. So, yeah, have a watch. Yeah. Grab a cuppa or a coffee or or even, you know, an alcoholic beverage, whatever a you sake. want. A sake. <laughs> <laughs> that one's for you, Matt. That one's for you, Matt. Um, but, yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you very much. And we'll catch you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.